Salutations, listeners. This is the Dr. Jazz Podcast, and I'm your host, Nathan Holloway, Dr. Jazz. In this week's episode, we're going to be talking about... Innuendo. That's right. We're going to be actually discussing songs that have to do with... Sex. So, we're not just going to jump right into it. Gonna take your time. And today, I'll be your 60 minute man. Why don't we misbehave just a little bit first? Let's misbehave. If you'd be just so sweet and only meet your fate, dear, it would be the great event of 1928, dear. Let's misbehave. Irving Aronson and his Commandas. That's Les Mitz Behave, classic tune from the Roaring Twenties, <clears throat> and full of innuendo. So, this is kind of what we're talking about today. This is an interesting subject matter and topic that I think a lot of these earlier jazz sides 
deal with and talk about and dance around. So uh, we're just going to keep it going. We don't want to stop a good thing. And it's a mystery in some aspects, the whole idea of appealing to one or the other. And frankly, rather than me talk about it, I'm going to let Monty Crick and Ronald Frankow give you a better summation of the issue. Listen, Ronald. Yes, what is it, Monty? We've got to make a perfectly clean record this time. Perfectly clean record? Yeah. Oh, I couldn't do that. Could. Well, if it's got to be like that, you better play something classical. Something classical? Me? Yeah. yeah. Something of Dick's bags. Dick's bags? Richard Strauss's, I mean. <laughs> oh, do you know Hiawatha? Hiawatha? Hiawatha, fool to ask you. Of course you do. Now, Anna, instead of singing, I'll dance. That'll be clean. Are you ready? One, two. Marvellous dance. I wish you could see it. Oh, it's very breathless. One leg's up. Now the other. Now I'm doing the split. Listen to the taps. They're marvellous. Now I think I better sing. Listen, chaps, you've often paused to wonder what made Miss Blankwood Mr. So-and-so. To you it seemed a most amazing blunder. I'll whisper you the answer, then you'll know. Everyone's got sex appeal for someone, or many of us wouldn't be here. Even the GGs prove this rule. They're attracted by the donkey, or they'll never be a mule. Look at Queen Elizabeth, whose features quite appalled. The Virgin Queen, they called her, yet many she enthralled. The Duke of Essex gave the lie to what she's always called, so she must have had some sex appeal for him. Sex appeal, some curse and others bless it, but whoever coined that hyphenated word would never say some do, some don't possess it. Such a statement would be obviously absurd. Everyone's got sex appeal for someone, or many of us wouldn't be here. Even the GGs prove this rule. Attracted by the donkey, all could never be a mule. There's the Indian damsel at a fair who wed a handsome swain. She's got the world tattooed all over her, which makes her very plain. But he's gone to live in India, although he's keen on Spain. So she must have had some sex appeal for him. For instance, there's a lovely girl on whom you've got a crunch. But she married someone undersized who looks like Mr. Punch. And they go to bed at 6 p.m. and don't get up till lunch. So he must have had some sex appeal for her. There's a shop girl working daily, nine to six, without a rest. She married a night watchman at a jeweler's shop up west. So neither of them ever sees the other one undressed. But they must have had some sex appeal for each other. Everyone's got sex appeal for someone, or many of us wouldn't be here. Even the horses prove this rule. Attracted by the donkey, or there'd never be a mule. There's a little chap who married someone, statuesque and grand. He's worn himself to ribbons, at least I understand. Through climbing up to kiss her and sliding back to land. So she must have had some sex appeal for him. Well, there you are. <laughs> so that was Monty Frank. I'm sorry, Monty Crick and Ronald Frankal with Everyone's Got Sex Appeal for Someone. And that kind of just explains it all right there in human nature. 
Um, but if you want a different take on how to explain that a little bit, uh, I'm going to turn it over to Jelly Roll Morton from his Library of Congress recordings and The Dirty Dozen. This is The Dirty Dozen. I really think this originated in Chicago. I heard this tune about 1908 when I happened to be in Chicago. It seems like a... Chicago had been started to be a beginning to be a freakish center. It seems like there was a lot of sayings about what different people would be doing in an uncultured way and the sex appeal. So I heard that song then. Home, you dirty motherfucker, you old cocksucker. Son of a bitch, you bastard, you everything. And your mama don't wear no drawers. Yeah, she did me this, you did me that. You did your father, you did your mother, you did everybody. You come to cause your mama don't wear no drawers. That's the dirty dozen. All the dirty loving dozen. This would be played in the houses in Chicago where they didn't mind about the language. Different places, sir. Sometimes I would visit these places. I was supposed to be one of the higher ups. But I'd, sometimes I'd walk in and catch those things. It'd be very embarrassing a lot of times, just the fact that uh, old King Jelly Roll Morton was there. But I'd catch him and they wouldn't stop. They'd just keep on playing. You know? Some would care and some wouldn't. The gals would have their dress up way up to the ass. Just shaking it and breaking it. At that time, uh, the old, what you call the ladies did, the, the split draws. They'd just be shaking it down. And some guy plunking on the piano, some rough looking guy, I wouldn't know who they were. They had several of them. And they'd sing it right over and over. They'd say all kinds of voices. Some of them meant something, some of them didn't have any rhymes. Some didn't so forth, no. So I had a bitch Wouldn't fuck me cause she had the itch Yeah, she's my bitch Oh, your mammy won't wear no drawers The main theme was the mammy wouldn't wear no drawers I thought it was a very disgusting mammy that wouldn't wear some underwear Said you dirty motherfucker Cocksucker, you dirty son of a bitch. Oh, everything you know, all oh, your low bitch. Yes, and everything you do. Mm-hmm. Yes, baby. Mm-hmm. Yes, dear. yes, dirty bitch. Suck my prick. Oh, eat me up. Oh, like the 
kind of stuff. Yes, mammy, woo, went old draws. Said, look up, bitch, you make me mad. I'll tell you about the puppets that your sister had. Oh, it was a fad. She fucked a hog, she fucked a dog. I know the dirty bitch would fuck a frog. Cause your mammy don't wear no drawers. I went one day out to the lake. I seen your mammy fucking a snake. All she tried, she tried to shake. All she shook, shake on the cake. Mammy don't wear no drawers. Yeah, mammy don't wear no draws. So, um, Jelly Roll obviously has a little bit bluer language in the way that he explains the sex appeal. And it's interesting because there's hundreds of different ways to talk about it, you know, innuendo. And uh, then you could just put it out there. The way the Jelly Roll did. So, um, that once again is from the Jelly Roll Morton Library of Congress recordings, recorded by Alan Lomax. Um, a lot of these files are actually free online at the Library of Congress, and there's a lot of history. You know, there's a lot of good stuff, and there's a lot of shocking kind of blue talk, blue language songs like that, too. So, it just goes along even further with the Jelly Roll myth. So, up next we are going to bring you Valeta Snow with You Bring Out the Savage in Me. <laughs> My blood boils with the tropic heat And the rhythm of my heart is tom-tom beat You bring out the savage in me Primitive love cries reach my ears With the passion of a hundred million years You bring out the savage in me Oh, call it madness or sin How was I to know What was sleeping within me just like Tarzan, you'll be my ape man. I'm getting so ferocious and you can't escape, man. You'll find out how wild I can be. For you bring the savage in me.
my blood boils with the tropic heat And the rhythm of my heart is a tom-tom beat You bring out the savage in me Primitive love cries reach my ears With the passion of a hundred million years You bring out the savage in me Oh, call it madness or sin What was I to know What was sleeping within me Just like Tarzan, you be my ape man Getting so ferocious and you can't escape man You find out how wild I can be You bring out the savage in me Savage, savage, Valeta Snow. I wonder what that gentleman did to bring out the savage in her. So, Valeta Snow was actually a trumpet player and uh, played a lot of other instruments too. Toured all around the world and uh, Europe and and um, and Singapore and places like that in the twenties and the thirties. Uh, also known as the second best trumpet player in the world from Louis Armstrong when she was growing up. She was a natural at the trumpet. So um, that's pretty savage as well. Up next, we've got uh, a recording that we've played in the past, but it's a different recording. It's a different recording by the same artist. This is Blue Lou Barker, if you'll remember. She is the wife of New Orleans banjo and guitarist Danny Barker. And this is a different recording that is just perfect for this episode called Don't You Feel My Leg. Don't you feel my leg? Cause if you feel my leg, you wanna feel my thigh. And if you feel my thigh, you wanna go up high. So don't you feel my leg? Don't you buy no ride? Don't you buy no ride? Cause if you buy some ride, you're gonna make me high And if you make me high You're gonna tell a lie So don't you make me high You said you'd take me out and treat me fine But I know there's something you got on your mind gonna get fresh and you wind up asking for this fine brown place don't you feel my leg don't you feel my leg cause if you feel my leg you wanna feel my thigh and if you feel my thigh you wanna go up high so don't you feel my leg Mm-hmm. 
my lips Don't you feel my lips Cause if you feel my lips You wanna feel my thighs And if you feel my thighs You wanna go up high So don't you feel my Don't you feel my leg, Blue Lou Barker? Don't you feel my leg? Are you going to wind up getting fresh? And that's what we're talking about today on the Dot to Jazz podcast. This episode is dedicated to the art of innuendo. Now, we've heard from some of the ladies, and we've heard from some of the, dare I say, gentlemen. But I, I believe that for a little while now, we're going to just take turns so everybody gets theirs. And uh, we're going to have Bing Crosby up next. Bing. Taking the words of the infamous Cole Porter and let's do it. <laughs>
Bing. We've got great Cole Porter song. Let's do it. Let's fall in love. Such great double entendres going on there and innuendos and such. Ah, Cole Porter. You want to talk about the master writer of innuendo. It's definitely Cole Porter. Up next, we've had the gentlemen's play. Now it's time for the ladies. Up next is Blanche Calloway, actually related to Cab Calloway, Mr. Hotty Ho Man himself. This is Cab Calloway's sister, Blanche Calloway, with her Joy Boys from her album 1925 to 1935 on the Chronological Classics. She sings, It's Right Here for You. it out there but some guys are just too oblivious 
too bad. He could have been one of Blanche's joy boys. That's Blanche Calloway and her joy boys with It's Right Here For You. It's a great track. Talking about walking around the park. <laughs> oh, great innuendo there. All right, up next, Frankie Half Pint Jackson. Now, that's Jackson spelled J-A-X-O-N. And if you're not checking out the blog, make sure you're going to Dr. Jazz Podcast. That's D-R-J-A-Z-Z Podcast, drjazzpodcast.wordpress.com. Check out all the pictures of these albums and the titles and tracks so you can find them yourself and help support this music. So... Up next, Frankie Halfpipe Jackson with You Gotta Wet It. Farmer Jones had trouble with his crops, couldn't get no rain. Whether or not to make his stuff grow in the heat of the day. Farmer said things are not supported this way. Ask me of advice, here's what I had to say. I said, you gotta wet it, you gotta wet it. Dampen it so the stuff can grow. You better wet it, you better wet it. Dampen it, farmer, you know. You got to sprinkle it and dampen it, let the good work go on. If your tongue feels parched, your throat's gone dry, what's the first thing to a doctor that you run and cry? Oh, wet it, stop wet it. Can't you wet it, please? Won't you sprinkle it and dampen it so I can go right along? You know me and my baby got high as a kite, trying to rock all over the floor at the ball last night. She ringed and twist, too bad Jim, started doing something, looked so slim. I said, baby, what must I do? Said, you must take my advice. She said, you gotta wet it. I'll wet it. Wet that thing, Papa. That you had late last night If you flip it and bump it Until it's too bad, Jim Next day you'll be minus Or you'll bigger and bim Take my advice If you are short or slim I said you better Can't you
Yeah, Frankie Half Pint Jackson. You gotta wet it. <laughs> I ain't talking about something you did late last night. I love that line in that song. <laughs> and just by saying that ain't what you're talking about automatically makes the listener think that's what he's talking about. And that's what we're talking about today, if you know what I'm talking about. It's the art of innuendo in jazz, especially early jazz like this. It's great. Ah, Well, one of the queens, now that it's the ladies' turn, one of the queens of innuendo was the Empress of the Blues, Miss Bessie Smith. And I'm not going to say much about this. I'm kind of letting these songs just speak for themselves, but I, I think you get it. When you know that Miss Bessie just needs a little sugar in her bowl. Love it, love it, love it. 
God, that is such a great song all the way around. Need a little steam heat in my clothes. And you can just hear her frustration. I ain't fooling. Man. Bessie. Empress of the Blues and Queen of Innuendo for sure. And there's a lot of other songs too, but that is such a great song that I had to include it on this episode. Ah, definitely point for the women. You have Bessie Smith speaking out for you. Uh, But the gentlemen do have a very fair representative as well. None other than Mr. Thomas Fatswaller, who we've heard a lot of, you know, and I've expressed my my genuine love for because I think Fatswaller is one of the greatest of all time. You know, you hear that that phrase overplayed and oversaid and overstated today, just like the word genius. But in Fatswaller's case, he truly, truly is one of the greatest of all time. And I'm just going to let you enjoy this and laugh it out with me. This is the Rump Steak Serenade. Right off the griddle. 
That's Fats Waller and the Rump Steak Serenade. <laughs> I love that track. Ah, oh, the Rump Steak melody lingers on. Let me stick my fork in the gravy. <laughs> oh man, Fats Waller, Fats Waller. He's got a couple of them too. Ah, oh, so check and checkmate. So up now that we've uh, kind of had uh, the male perspective and the female perspective, we're going to kind of wrap this up a little bit. And this is a great track. Just doesn't matter if it's from a female or male perspective. This is just a great track by the New Orleans clarinetist Jimmy Noon. If you don't know Jimmy Noon, he is, he's got plenty of records by himself that are just fantastic. But he's also played on albums that uh, feature Kid Ori. There's an album with just the two of them that are featured. You know, Kid Ori and Jimmy Noon for the title. And just a great record. So this is Jimmy Noon with My Daddy Rocks Me.
that is some funky fornicating fun time flapper-esque music right there <laughs> that is jimmy noon with my daddy rocks me with one steady roll man just good stuff you know <sighs> the clock struck one and she said daddy ain't we got fun well <laughs> uh up next we're coming toward the end of this pretty soon we got a few tracks left once again this is the dr jazz podcast with your host nathan holloway i am dr jazz and don't forget to check out the website that's got all these covers and titles and information it's drjazz dr jazz podcast drjazz podcast dot wordpress dot com and up next we've got i wanted to dedicate a song to at the end of the night we've all been there it's the end of the night and well the pickings are slim aren't they so i'm gonna let the great group the harlem ham fats take it and run with it
Now it's time to break them down Let's get drunk and suck If we should accidentally Get too high to go home I've got an next dollar To buy us all some cone Plenty of kids and other fun Another gallon to wake up on So it's nothing to be waiting on Let's get drunk and suck Oh, yeah. Harlem Ham Fats. Let's get drunk and truck. Now, let me make a little PSA, a little disclaimer here. They are not advocating for drinking and driving. That's totally bad. Nobody should ever do that. Uh, just for any confused souls who are out there. When they say, let's get drunk and truck, they're not actually talking about jumping in a truck and driving around. If you know what I mean. So, um... But this song, I, you know, it, it's been a while since I've heard this track, and I, I just forgot about just how bad the song is, because not only are they talking about drinking and trucking, they're, this guy already has a girlfriend. His woman's out of town. This girl has a guy, and her guy's out of town. This guy's sitting there saying, hey, you know, nobody's around. Let's get drunk and truck. So, let's say that they got together, got drunk, trucked their brains out, and uh, then there's always the day after, the walk of shame, etc., etc., etc. And then come the rumors. Well, I'm going to let Ethel Waters take that with Do What You Did Last Night. always snooping around everything you do gets found out I live down there know what I'm talking about if you want a fact fight I vow someone is bound to see you somehow and it makes no difference to them who gets hurt just as long as they can dish the dirt I heard old sister Jones ask brother Wright, Deacon, can you do what you did last night? I sure feel improved, my spirits moved. Won't you do what you did last night? Oh, hun, let's duplicate what you did last night. Sure was up to date what you did last night. You can call on me, better still, you can keep the key Long as you do what you did last night Now there's good old Uncle Joe, he had an awful fright For repeating just a little bit too soon what he did last night Almost broke his back, neighbors heard it crack Doing what he did last night And there's Sister Black, she's had an awful fight couldn't keep it to herself, had to signify about what she did last night. Now she's homesick in bed, bandages all around her head, but doing what she did last night. Oh, it makes me sick and tired when you stall a mess around. Rest your hat and coat and pull that shade 
on down Anybody call We're out, that's all Doing what we did last night Come on and shake that thing Papa, don't be so polite Hold your mama close like you did last night As I'm feeling kind of tight You can lower the light So we can dance like we did last night Don't misconstrue Dance like we did last night Ethel Waters Do what you did last night I love how at the end of that song She's like, don't misconstrue What a lovely word, misconstrue When's the last song that's on the radio today use the word misconstrue? Mm. They just don't make them like they used to. Ethel Waters. And of course, you know, it's just fun to hear about all those gossip mongin people, you know, talking all that stuff about, you know, Sister Black signifying, you know, the neighbor broke his back doing what he did last night. So, good stuff, good stuff. Well, up last is a tune by the Quillen Brothers, Rufus and Ben Quillen, from the album Hokum Blues and Rags, 1929-1930. And it's a track that I think kind of sums everything up pretty well. And... For this episode of Innuendo on the Dr. Jazz podcast, and it's called It's Dirty But Good. Yes, I ain't telling you It's very bad good On mama, it's very bad good There ain't no difference It's just very bad good Jump back where so Stay in the sun The women say he's a son of a gun Oh, it's very bad good On mama, it's very bad good There ain't no difference It's just very bad Sad tonight is daddy but good 
episode we've talked about sex, innuendo, blue language, and all of the sort, and how it ties in with great jazz records from Bessie Smith, Jelly Roll Morton, Bing Crosby, Ethel Waters, mm, Harlem Hamfats, these great artists. Well, hope you have enjoyed this episode and remember this is the dr jazz podcast check us out on the web drjazz podcast dot wordpress.com remember ashes to ashes dust to dust y'all be good now in jazz we trust